Coming at you from Scratch Wolf Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, as always, producer Danny Tyson. Hey, everybody. And, uh, looking at empty chair across from me again. That son of a bitch. This guy. Stopping on his commitments. Just because it's nice outside. Right, you know, it's it's almost like this is the <laughs> same recording as last week. It has just been like a few minutes. Oh. I wonder if about I'm ten. about to, you know, more than ten. Hey, Melissa. Yes? Hey, there we go. Look at that. She's back. Coming straight from our Discord, our dear friend, patron, mod, and storyteller in our RAI Discord. We have the uh, the wonderful Melissa joining us once again for another episode. Welcome back. Thank you. This is a three time. That's a hat trick. I, yeah. Is it, wow, three? That's pretty three. super. <laughs> you're already doing it, huh? Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. First, uh, first, this, first this, guest to appear three times. Is it three? Yeah. Yes, three. wow, holy crap! Congratulations, Melissa. Thank you, thank you. I want to thank me. No, it's, it's absolutely great to have you back. And yeah, the, the first guest for three uh, three times, which is, uh, well, it's in a club of one at this point. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to own this. One and only. For now. But you will always be the first. Of course. Because I'm number one. All right. <laughs> Before the exchange rate, I absolutely agree. <laughs> Another Canadian joke. I, you know. Oh, I'm getting used to that right now. Look. We have an obligation. Yeah, a little bit. And we're going to go easy on you. But no, you don't have to. Just I, as long as someone says you're sorry? It's usually me. Unless that's someone. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> hey, I know you're Canadian, but you're still a person. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to... She's holding it back. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I'm trying. You can't hold it back. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. You know what? I, I think we should hit some business before we just fall out here. Yeah, let's be a little focus this a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. All right. Let's hit some business. All right. Well, it's kind of weird. I was talking with some of the guys. We have a store. Yes, we do. It's right on our website. And yeah, we sell stuff. Yes, we do. Lots of stuff, actually. And uh, people seem to enjoy it. Yeah. Show us how much they enjoy it by posting some pictures up on social media. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. We can't do it. I mean, yeah. first of all, we don't, yeah. we're not rooting through your stuff. But. <laughs> not without permission. I'm just, uh, I don't, I don't know what I'll find. I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, we love to see, you know, show off, the, show off your pride, you know, show the love for RAI. But we do have the store. Which is, is going well. Is yeah. The point. And like, I'm, I'm really impressed. So I want to thank everybody for, for how they've been showing that support. Yes. Thanks so much, everyone, for, you know, the purchases that you've made, the showing them off. We love seeing that stuff. It's such a big deal to us. It's like, it just shows that we made the right decision by putting this back on. Right. Yeah. We, we had troubles with the first one, which is like everything was a nightmare with that yeah. last vendor. The, the vendors were just, they weren't helping. You know what's funny? I checked our original vendor the other day. I got an email from him. Okay. 
They still don't have those coffee mugs. Are there. you shitting me? Jesus. Which, our, it's our, just fine, because this one we have now, way better. It is, but I think that's funny, is it's been over a year, yeah. and they still have not repopulated those black coffee mugs. That You know what, that's fine, because yep. the ones we got now, way better, and just ask Melissa, everything tastes better out of the RAI mug. It does. I t- take it from my from me. It definitely tastes better. That is you heard it. Take it to the bank. That is scientific fact. <laughs> scientific, huh? Maybe. <laughs> it's the word of a Canadian. That's practically the same thing. Well, that just didn't help. <laughs> it, it will for the rest of them. How about that? There you go. <laughs> There's a ringing endorsement to all of our overseas listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostpaw actually reached out to me, too. He got the the blanket. Oh, it, did, it, it showed up? Yeah. Oh, badass. He's super excited about it. It was so cool. So happy for him. <laughs> well, it's funny, because, you know, I'm the one that I can handle the store stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I have the list of the orders that are pending. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. That it's still pending and yeah. not there yet? Yeah, some some of that stuff takes longer than other things. You know, it depends on where that vendor's based. and It's free shipping. If you didn't know, the store worldwide is free shipping. Not everything will ship everywhere, but that's to keep the costs reasonable. <laughs> right. <laughs> or as reasonable as we can do them. As, as reasonable as, as possible, yeah. You know, we're, we're not getting rich here. <laughs> we're making a small profit. We're not getting rich on these. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did have to buy a whole new uh, sound system, but that's... A different thing. Yeah, thanks to the and patrons. thank you to the patrons, yes. And uh, you can become a patron, too. Yeah. You can come hang out with us at movie night. You can hear uh, the post-mortem series we've put together for uh, Danny's, the, the past stories that Danny and Tom have played in. You can get in the NPC of the Month Club. For those highest tier members. Yep, where I uh, send you one of my personal NPCs. From uh, my from my character bible, it's uh, it's all good stuff. It's a great way to uh, help us and a way for us to give back, which is kind of the worthier part. Yeah, we would much rather the Patreon stuff because we want to give back. Like, and I think I think I pulled the link off the site, but we used to have the PayPal too, where it's like, yeah, you can just give us money on PayPal, but it's no, we want to give you something back. Yeah, we want the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we we would much rather yeah have something to say thank you. Absolutely. But aside from, I mean, those are, those are the ways that you can use uh, your, your green paper to, to help us. And, which and if is, you don't want to, it's completely yes. understandable. And how can they help if they do not want to spend any money? If you don't want to do the money, again, understandable, but... Yeah, we don't hold it against you at no, all. No, not at all. But if you could, hit those like buttons, spread the word, the reviews on Apple Podcasts, the five stars, who knows why... It, it just helps. It helps the circulation. Those four stars do not help the circulation. No, only the fives. We're okay with the four stars. Thank you for them. Definitely give us the feedback and let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. So important. But the five stars is what's going to help circulate. So hit those up. Yeah, and yeah, tell your friends. If you're out to dinner and you hear some people a couple booths over talking about <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> This happened. <laughs> you know, maybe drop well, a recommendation. If you're hanging around on social media and someone asks, like, a werewolf-related question. Yeah, there you go. You know? You Point can, them in our direction, guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to answer, I mean, that's fine. But go, you know, hey, also, this is a great resource to learn shit. Sounds good to me. The host is amazing. <laughs> the producer's all right. The producer's all right. 
Hey, hey, the, the producer is quite funny. Thank you. Now, Danny kicks ass. Yes. <laughs> that being funny? I've just seen you kick ass. Look, you want the California or not? <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> Man. We work pretty hard on this damn podcast. Yeah, we do, and we're very proud of it. Absolutely. So I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of you, too. Hey, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's he's not here to defend himself, so I can do it. <laughs> so all that said, you know, you can uh, find a way to our Discord and hang out with us through our website. Yeah, come you hang out with us. You can find the store. Come hang out with all the people the Discord. Everyone here is so much fun. Yeah, we have a great crew, and hey, you <laughs> might get brought up on the show. I mean, yeah. We've dropped, what, how many names Several. this episode? Yeah, already. Look at or that. Or referenced people, or, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. a good time. We've built an awesome community. So we just want you to be part of it. And that's, that's the bottom line. You know, if you have any uh, questions or anything, you want to email us, rageacrosspodcast at gmail.com. You will, that, that's, you'll get a hold of me, bottom line. I mean, you know, stuff passed on to everybody else, too. Sure. But. You're the you're the front line right there. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one, generally, who's going to get those emails first. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's uh, about enough of that, I think. Sure. Yeah, good enough. And let's, let's get on to a show that has been requested a few times. Oh. Oh, this show we're doing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yes, I mean, I know all the requests we've been getting, but... Okay. And, I, and I thought it would be a good idea to do this with Melissa here. Well, yeah, it makes sense. You know, Melissa being a storyteller. Yep, she's a long-time experience with Werewolf and is, in fact, a storyteller as well. And even on our own Discord. That's right. You run a game. Yes, I do. How's that going, by the way? It's fantastic. You want to give a shout-out and play favorites, or no? I have I'm just stirring things up. great group of people, like really great, and they're all sort of following me along with this incredible journey, and I am so glad that I haven't had any sort of, everything has been really positive. And that's excellent. Yeah, that's so cool to hear. Because it can go the other way, but I think maybe we will discuss, we, we can talk about that in bed. Yeah, we're, we'll lead into that. Yeah, um, our, our main topic today is session zero. And, and probably extremely important. It's what they say. I agree. It's very important. See? They say it. <laughs> they. She's one of the they. She is. <laughs> I am one of the they. Well, I, I, I think he was just mentioning as in a different country. <laughs> I, I, dislike, um, I dislike the term. Why? It just bothers me. I think there are... Is it kind of uh, just too vague kind of thing? Or? I, I don't know. There's just something that rubs me the wrong way about the term. There's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would love to give a logical argument or uh, an alternative. It just bugs me. It's like, it's like walkie-talkie. Oh. I hate hearing it. It makes my skin crawl. Walkie-talkie? Oh, yeah. It's like, what are you, four? Call it something else. Well, what are you supposed to call it? I don't care. <laughs> Stop rhyming at me, you creep. I didn't, mean, I didn't even mean to set you up for that. That's just my <laughs> position on it. I'm going to say, what, what, if, what if another roly-poly needs to get a hold of another roly-poly? You're grounded. (laughs) I gave you dinner, you son of a bitch. I'll check you guys later. See you next week. Oh. God damn it. (laughs) So if you're going to call it something, what would you call it? Not session zero. No, I, and you know, it's, it, I know it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Well, I guess let's talk about what it is. 
Okay. You know, is, sure. And I think maybe maybe we'll pinpoint it as we go. Probably. You know, it's it's a it's a hard thing for me to to put a you know put a finger on and point to that, but you know, let's just go into it because there are a lot of things that can happen during this session during the okay. sets. Uh, that that's a time when you can take care of preludes. Sure. Which I, I am a fan of. Although, you know, uh, generally speaking, I, I try to hurry those along when I can. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to prolong them too long, too much. True. And, well, and ideally, you have built your character by the time it has gotten through my approval process. Mm-hmm. It's a character already. Yeah. You're, what more do you need to know about it, it? It should just be a formality so we can get to it. But that's my game. It's understandable. You know, other storytellers might see it a little different, right? Yeah. Um, and actually, on that note, uh, how about how about you take it away, Melissa? What do you think? It for me, it depends on what I'm trying to accomplish. If it's a table game, I don't generally have a session zero. The characters have already been approved, and as you said, so it's basically you know we're getting down to brass tacks. You know, the characters are probably meeting for the first time. But in when I did online, I felt the session zero was a little bit more important because they needed to not only meet each other, because we're all spread out all over the place, but also don't know the characters. So, you know, we did the whole let's meet, what describe yourselves, sort of put into perspective what sort of pack that you're going to be. And for me as a storyteller, I can tell what we're kind of looking at in terms of who plays his character this way. So I get a sense of their play style as well. See, that's interesting. I mean, I've run a uh, couple online games in the past. Certainly not the way that uh, that's done these days. No, it's probably... There's a a lot more bells and whistles now. Yeah. It's just me and Ventrilo once upon a time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have... There's so many resources they have access to. But so I'm saying, like, I've done it. It's been a while. You know, for me, that's that's the kind of thing that we've been doing, you know, be my group and I, for a while. Uh, you know, by the time we're ready to go, we're ready to go. I've already individually worked with everybody. Those characters have been approved. Everything's already been set in stone. I've never needed to get everyone together like that. I mean, that's when you start. These characters haven't met yet. They're meeting them in the first story. I mean, that's where I've always stood with it. No, I, I can see... Your stance, and I, I can understand why Melissa has her stance, again, being online and not knowing these players. And that makes a difference, too. Because, you know, personally I, I have always handpicked my players mm-hmm. on, on those online settings. For example, Melissa, you know full well that I am planning on running a game out of the RA Discord, but that's by invitation only. But you know that because you got an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Someone's excited. I am actually. It's a woefully behind schedule, but it is going to happen. Yeah, don't worry. I'm excited too. It's, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this is my first ever online game that you've got to play. Right? No, that I've ever ran. I have always been face to face. I didn't know always. that. Oh, so this, so the game you are running currently is as a storyteller. This is your first as a storyteller online. Yes, you know, new SDL on this case. In this case, so I only know very well three of the players. So this is my first time really running a game on roll twenty 
and I only knew three of the players really well and their play style. Obviously, uh, Strides is my ST in his game, and um, Alice is one of the players in that game as well, as, as is Cosmos. The other two, three players that I now have, I picked up another one, I don't know their play style at all. So are you saying this session zero that we're trying to rename? We're not trying to rename it. It's fine. <laughs> are, are you saying that helped and in trying to distinguish what's going to happen with especially those three that you don't know their play style? Sure. Yeah, it did actually. I got the sense from that first session or that session that Porter doesn't want to call zero. I got a sense <laughs> that we have three very experienced players and two relatively new to the game. So I had to adjust some of the words accordingly. I had to explain a little more. And it just so happens that those two players, one is playing a theurge, the other one's playing a ragabash. So it kind of helped that I could guide them a little bit better based on what I experienced. Now that's, that's, that's an interesting thing. The, you would, when you say change up the words... Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, I know what those not, words mean, but can you give me an example? <laughs> well, not necessarily change the words so much, but explain things in a deeper way. Because I'm one of these old school storytellers and players, I tend to use Sept and Cairn interchangeably, even though I know that they're very different things. And since one of the players is, in fact... The theurge, it was kind of like I had to explain the difference. I also had to explain, you know, the whole concept of, you know, the uh, the sept of elders. Uh, you know, what is a tribal totem as opposed to what is a sept totem? So knowing that relatively new, then I just changed things and adapted around that knowledge. Okay, uh, but isn't that their responsibility as players to learn about the game they're trying to play? I can give them the tool, but I can't force them to read the tool. Does well, that make sense? Oh, that's certainly true. I'm preaching the choir here, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that is certainly true. I just think, uh, and I mean, this is this. It's interesting for, for me to, to hear this because we, we clearly we do things very differently. Which yeah. isn't a commentary either way. Right. You they're know. two different storytellers. Exactly. Have two different they're, styles. Yeah, they're two fucking people. It's fine. But, but it's interesting to hear that other, that other method and, and the yeah. mentality behind it. And I mean, maybe this comes back to the terms of Session Zero. Because when people use that term, sure, they're talking about, maybe they're talking about the preludes. They're not always talking about the preludes. No. But they're talking about a... Well, some people don't do the preludes, like you do. That's true. You know, but they do them in their own way. I mean, you gotta, you gotta run that shit somehow, mm-hmm. however you're gonna do it. But they're, they're also talking about almost like, almost like a little meet and greet. Um, the idea of what to expect during, uh, during the game. The, the idea of people will often, looking for my words here. <laughs> uh, I see it. They, they will, well, yeah, but they can't. <laughs> I know. Offer thing topics that they're uncomfortable with. Or things like that. 
Okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, a big advocate for if you have a problem, it's your responsibility to bring that to the storyteller. Yeah. I am not a mind reader. Right. And I'm concerned with telling a good story. I, I don't care what's in your heart. I mean, just like to make it as blunt as possible. And if you're afraid of the dark, you need to tell me that. Because I'm not sitting here hoping no one's afraid of the dark. I'm interested in telling a story that makes you want to come back every week. If there are snags, you have to bring them to me. Completely understandable. I mean, yeah. If your responsibility is the story, that's what you're worried about. That has to come first. Not what I'm, you know, afraid to do. Right. Or see. And at the same time, if you don't bring that to me... You don't know any better. Right. How how do you feel about that kind of thing, Melissa? I I, I agree. I know this is kind of touchy. We're we're trying to be careful here. Well, no, I I agree. Uh, I I make it fairly clear at the beginning of the game that, you know, there are some things that I don't do. This is the world of darkness. I will hand wave over any bleak or dark aspects of the game because I I just don't feel comfortable in that even bringing it up in the story. But if there's anything that they don't agree with or that they don't like a a role that I've made or call that I've made, what I usually say to them is, don't argue with me in the, the middle of the game. Just please don't, because it spoils the flow. Either come to me at the end, or the beginning of the next game, or reach out to me on Discord or whatever, and sort it out, and I'll explain why I made the call that I did. But I don't want to spend 10-15 minutes arguing with you, only for you to still get mad, because I, ha- I haven't changed my mind. And, and those are things that I cover in the prelude, like at the beginning. Then I do do the meet and greet. In fact, in this particular case, I did do the meet and greet. I felt that the meeting was important not only for the characters to introduce each other uh, themselves, but also for players to meet me and and see my background from where I'm coming from. And it seems to have really set a good foundation for all the players. Well, and I think that's it's with a group with an online group, the people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think doing that as the players is a great idea in terms of characters. Well, that's. It's going to vary by story. Right. So that's... I can't, I can't even... Yeah, you just got to wait for <laughs> that game to happen if that's the case. Right, that's, that's... That's just going to depend on so many factors. Yeah. But, you know, something you, you brought up, which I wasn't even thinking about at the time, but I completely agree with, and I actually do. I also do, is what I mean. Is that the the explanation of house rules and systems. Yeah. You know, you know, I am a big proponent for not abusing the golden rule, and at the same time, I have done a lot of golden rule... Tweaking to certain systems. To better your storytelling style. Yeah, sure. I mean, if we're putting it that way, you know, I like to encourage the creativity of my players in terms of actions. So I, I allow them to use rage and gnosis. In the same turn. In the same turn. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Golden Lord, fuck it. Because I, I want to empower Danny to be able to make the, the jack move across the room and body slam the guy who's about to kill his pack made out of the way. And then administer the mother's touch shot to keep the pack made alive. I, I want him to be an all-star like that if, if he can come up with it. Uh-huh. People have those things. They have their their, their, their set of rules and things like that. You know, well, and yeah, I, you told us that in the beginning, too. Because yeah. like, we were reading it like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. And you're like, no, this, in my game, that can happen as long as it's you know, you're doing it for the creative reasons. Go for it. Yeah. 
So yeah, those personal systems, that, that's definitely the place for it, you know, and I completely agree with you. And I mean, I think it kind of goes without saying with you, you don't, no, you don't, you don't argue with your storyteller. No, especially <laughs> not in game. No, certainly not a game. I don't care what your name is. Yeah. Cause you're right. It ruins the flow of a game and it can shift the mood of a game pretty severely and pretty immediately. Yes. When, when you have that player who crosses a line or has a little has a little bit of a fit or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. that that idea it it will destroy the morale of a game and, and leave you with that little pit of awkwardness pretty damn quickly and not only for the storyteller but the rest of the players well, that's what i'm saying it, it just it spoils the, it's like it's someone peed in the pool <laughs> we were playing yeah. marco polo we were having a good time and someone peed in the pool well now we're not at playing marco polo having a good time we're thinking about the urine on us. <laughs> that about right, Melissa? <laughs> well, I try not to think about it, but okay. So you're the one who did it, huh? Always, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No, Listen I mean. Freely. Yeah, I mean, it's even funny that I've even taken some rules from other, like, from Strides, from Strides games. Some of the things that Strides allows, I had never considered in all the years I've storytelled. Uh, story told. Close Whatever. Um, indeed. <laughs> and I really like some of his calls. So I have adapted my game that I'm running now with some of his rules. Well, I'm sure that makes it easier for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And that, that's really cool. I think that's a great opportunity. When, because, you yeah. know, um, full disclosure, I've never sat in on any of Melissa's games. I don't know what she can do. But I have sat in on Strides. Mm-hmm. And Strides is a talented motherfucker. I agree. He, he's, he's very good. And I'm willing to believe, knowing, knowing you, Melissa, as I do, that you are also good. <laughs> that, you know, I don't know that. I've never sat in. But, I, you know, I, I believe that you are a talented storyteller. I was nervous to run for strides because I thought he set the bar so high. I don't know how I could possibly match it. Wow. Okay. That's, you know, what? look at that. <laughs> Look at your ghost rides. Yeah, good on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody's going to want to play in his games, and yeah, and then somebody will get pushed out. And see, now I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> not. A, I think you're you're very good, buddy. <laughs> oh, we had that uh, the tale of three wolves. That oh was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yep. If you hadn't listened to that, you can go back to that. Me and Strides. I don't want to say go at it, but no, it was it was deciding and storyteller storyteller ideas, the talk kind of thing. Yeah, Caribus was there too. He's another. He's a good storyteller too. He's another talented. We we got some talent in this Discord. Yes, we do. Point is, <laughs> you know, I believe that, that was, I believe that of you, but I haven't had any personal experience. That was one of my favorite episodes that you guys did. Was the the storyteller one? I still listen to it just to make sure that I'm. Because their ideas were ingenious. They, they had some, all, all three of those guys, Porter, Charybdis, and Anstrides, had some really cool mm-hmm. ideas. That was a fun one to put together. Yeah, it was. It was a blast. Yeah. The, I mean, again, it, like, you know, what a great opportunity to be able to... Learn and adapt? Yes. From, <laughs> from, a, from, from a peer like that. You know, like I've sat on games, sat on games, and been bored to tears. <laughs> I've played in games and been bored to, bored to tears. Wow. And like, I hate to sound like a prick about it, but it's like, you know, you're, you're doing the best you can and that's great, but you've got a long way to go. That's fair. I feel spoiled. 
Well, uh, full disclosure, Porter is the only storyteller I've had a, been a part of. So. so I could be complete trash. You don't know any better. But at the same time, I have listened in on some of these games in our Discord. And if I could, I would love to be part of some of these games. I just, I can't. No time. They're, they're, I don't have the time. And But they are still fun to listen to. So oh, yeah. I'm 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 happy I've got the opportunities that I have to at least listen in. You know, I just I keep my mouth shut, I let them play, but you know, in Melissa's game, you just recently started. So I haven't had that chance yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to the time I do. I have my players completely confused. It's great. Oh, oh so you're doing <laughs> it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was a, that was a fun little we got way off track, but that was fun. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> yeah, just not not way off track, but a little, a little bit. But the track's still here. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, that's the session. So you know, you, that, I mean, that's a good time again to to go over the house rules, to go over systems. You know, for when you do have new players, to let them know, yeah, if there's a problem, stifle it until after game because you don't want to ruin the flow of the game, and also you probably want to have some time to rethink your stuff before you. Go on to the next one. Well, look, there, there's the nice way to say it, and there's the real way to say it. Mm-hmm. Don't argue with your fucking storyteller. Yeah. You already lost. You're wrong. It's the storyteller's rule. It's his. It's it's their game. It's their rule. Per- period. period. Yes. And if you have a problem with the thing, and maybe, you know, start, we're human too. We make mistakes. So maybe you're right. But right now, when it just happened, you're pissed about it, and you're going to come out heated. Maybe wait. And you're already wrong. So use this time to cool down to have a proper discussion about it and not an argument. Yeah, the, the difference between those two is such a big deal that a lot of people still don't understand. Yep. Just don't argue. Don't argue. Have a discussion, sure. The game's over. You're calm. And if you're not, maybe you're calm tomorrow. And then bring it to somebody. Sure. Melissa? Yep. Is, is he wrong? Uh, no. No, he's not wrong. No. He's still with us? Yeah, I know. No, he's not wrong. I mean, a good example was at my game, the player lost his thumb in the in the heat of combat. I'm, I'm sorry, the, the player or the character? The character. Okay. okay. Like, sorry, oh, again, I use the terms interchangeable. Um, those, those are the, not interchangeable. <laughs> Danny has both arms. Jaeger <laughs> does not. <laughs> right. The player character the mouse too hard and lost, lost his the thumb. thumb. <laughs> and... I said to him, I said, okay, it's it's sunk to the bottom and is now fish food. He's like, okay, no problem. And I said, so it's going to take a little while for it to regenerate. And I said, so, and then I thought about it later that evening. And I, I'm like, no, I don't think that's right. There's, I know there's rules on regeneration. So I flipped open my book, read the, the rules on regeneration again, and went, oh, no, it would have come back in like five, ten minutes. <laughs> Whoops. So I, I ended up telling him in the, the next game that his thumb would have regenerated um, almost immediately. But yeah, he didn't argue with me. He didn't fuss about it. He just he just accepted it and 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 kept going. Danny looks a little. I'm, I, I guess maybe I'm just jealous because I mine didn't grow back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the it was um, silver. I know. <laughs> Well, also, your throat was ripped out. Yeah, the throat ripped out, too, so the body had to decide which one's more important. And, <laughs> which uh, one's going to save my life. And, you know, also, <laughs> the, the rules on that... Can vary It, it varies wildly by addition. 
That too. and that too, yeah. In, in fact, sometimes the book, the, a book will contradict itself. <laughs> so it's always fun to make those decisions. Oh. <laughs> to, to choose which version you want to run with and what, you know. Mm-hmm. Was it Changing Ways? Yeah. As that section. And it's like. Like with scar tissue and stuff too. Yeah, it's like some of that I like, some mm-hmm. of that I don't. So, but, but that's but, you know, I, mean. I do my own thing with that too anyway, but yeah. It varies on storyteller. Yeah. But again, it's, it's back to the, yeah, you don't argue with the storyteller. If there's a problem, you wait. Now, we've we've heard about things, stuff that's not acceptable for people, people that the, the concepts they don't want to deal with. And the storyteller doesn't want to deal with? The no, well, no, the, the players don't want to deal with. And okay. this I, this is like a, it's a tricky subject. And it's tricky to talk about. Right. And I don't. I'm not here to offend. But no, and I don't love that we're doing it because it's kind of awkward. But, bit. you know, like, for example, and we can edit this out if it's not cool. But, Melissa, you know, you've got a thing with spiders. Yes. Big time. There could be a scenario, and I'm not saying that there is, but we're just going to run with hypothetically, where, you know, if you're sitting down in my game and you're like, no, I got a thing with spiders, I can't deal with anything with spiders. Now, when I was a storyteller, I have a choice to acknowledge that or not. And, and like, you know, no one is looking to traumatize anybody. That's certainly not what the point of this game is. No, but at the same time, we know it's it's the world of darkness. Right. Like, does this mean I'm not allowed to use the Anasi now? That's, I mean... No, no, no where spiders are allowed in the game? It's, again, it's a touchy subject. It is We're trying to go subject. as vague as possible here, but... Well, no, and, no. I, and I think spiders is a fair... And I chose this one. You know, I kind of threw it under the bus here. I'm sorry, Melissa. I chose this one because spiders are fairly innocuous. Mm-hmm. We're not dealing with... Yes. You yeah. know, certain... Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep, no reason to go any farther. Everyone can... No one's going to censor the word spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like spiders. I'm... Utterly terrified of spiders. I see uh, an image of one pop up in the Discord, and I immediately want to sh- Discord down or walk away from my desk. It's that scary for me. But I can play World of Warcraft and kill several thousand spiders and be joyful doing it. I just don't like looking at real ones. So if you're in the middle of a game and all of a sudden there's an Ananasi coming at you, you're not flipping your computer over and refusing to play the game anymore. No, no, because I, I know the difference between something that is real and something that is not real. And an Ananasi, as gross and horrible as it is, will never appear in one of my games because I don't like it. But if Porter wants to throw an Ananasi at us, that's his game, that's his choice, and I accept that by being in his game. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That makes all the sense in the world, and I, I love that you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier when she says it compared to us. Well, I, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, we're I, the I, host of this show. I have a level it, of no cantankerous shit. that I cultivate, and I like my level of cantankerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also it's know right. <laughs> sometimes that makes things come out in a way that, you know, so yeah, I'm glad she said it. Oh. <laughs> but it makes it makes all the sense because she understands, and uh, I'll just say me too. That if I have a problem with spiders, and I know you've got spiders coming in this game, it's not my story. Tough shit for me. Well, and also interestingly enough, me using the word spiders doesn't make one appear in your mouth. <laughs> that that's also true. Spiders. Oh, what the hell? Where'd that come from? <laughs> 
Yep. Ring that bell, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you. See? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> well, they can't see me that I actually tried picking like some guy out of my teeth. <laughs> that that did happen. Right? Yeah, see? They can't I'll give you see. that, but <laughs> but you know, and, and that's the thing is, you know, it, it's it's a it's a line you got to hold. Let, let's let's move to something like you like in terms of like the seventh generation. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe a little something. It, it's a little darker. It's it's sure. a lot darker. You know, we're we're going from spiders to to stuff with kids. Yeah, and it's it's a sensitive topic, and so you know, there are people who have had experiences. Sure, and you know, nobody's looking to make someone relive that. No. But at the same time... It is part of the game. It is part of the lore. And you cannot use it, but... <laughs> yeah, but where where do you draw the line? That, that becomes the thing. Where, where do you draw the line when you're, you're hampering the ability to tell a story? And also how things are used. Because we've touched on subjects like this in our games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a difference between alluding to something happening and showing something happening. Right. You can always make the implications. Right. You know, um, in, in your guys' scenario, I believe, no, it wasn't in your guys' scenario. It was uh, Unpleasantries in the Virginia game with the Slide of Claw. Okay. Uh, again, it was um, a similar story. A kinfolk was, was, she didn't come home. Okay. The daughter of one of your kinfolk friends has not been home. And this is strange. So there you are, you know, use the pack or running out looking for little RJ Becker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking for Roy's daughter. And you find her in a, a room hidden behind a bookcase in her chemistry teacher's home. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to say anything else. Right. That's, I was, yeah. You know, I described the room. There's a dresser here. There's this, there's this. There she is. Mm-hmm. But maybe, we, maybe even crying. Yeah. We, we didn't. Yeah, but that's all you need to say. Right. You know, I'm not going to describe anything you can't see on television. And I mean, like, just fucking NBC, you know? <laughs> we're not even we're not even going crazy here. To do more... But you're implying that all of that to get the sense of the feel of the story, and again, it's the world's darkness. Right. You don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to bring anything up. You don't want to bring anybody a fucking complex. You know, that's certainly not what you want to do. No, but not at all. You know, what kind of asshole goes into detail about that kind of thing in the first place? Yes, so unnecessary. And, and I, I worry about things like that when creativity can be hindered. Because now this is a very specific and this is, this mm-hmm. is a dark one, but we go back to spiders. We go back to the dark. We go back to people who have a thing with blood. And I don't understand what possessed you to sit at a table. <laughs> <laughs> in the world of darkness, if you have a thing against blood. Yeah, just the world of darkness in general, but, regardless of which game. Right. But, you know, it's that Session Zero is a time for those things to be brought up, but I think it's also important to, to, to not handcuff your storyteller. I agree. What's, and Melissa, you're, I think you're the spider example is the great one, because again... You, you know that it's a fantasy setting and that us talking about spiders don't make them real, even though you hate spiders. Right? Yes. Yeah. But there, are, there are people out there who will say, I hate spiders, you can't use spiders. And, and that player needs to kind of get over that shit. 
Yeah, because that that's absolutely handcuffing the storyteller. Then right, there's 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 a middle ground to that sort of thing. Yeah. That if it has to be discussed, and I don't personally feel that it needs to, but I come from a different time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's something that strong, you have to bring it up, and you have a responsibility to bring it up because again, no one's trying to traumatize anybody. No, but You're just telling a story. Yeah, you know, my goal is for you to have a good time. To tell a story that will stick fucking with you that you will remember five, ten years from now and tell people about. I want you to be back in this seat the next time there's a game. You know, I want you to be excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, go home and dream about this damn game. That's what I want to happen. That has happened on several occasions. I want to see tears in the eyes of my players when I kill off that NPC they love so much. And I'm fortunate enough that I've gotten that to happen on more than one occasion. (laughs) That's nuts. I'm so afraid of when that's going to happen for us. It's going to get hard. I know. The longer we play it, too, it's just, oh, man, it's going to get even worse. Yeah, right? I know it, but I'm excited for that to happen. Because it's, it's about the journey. Not, yeah, it's, it's about the journey, and you're not hindered by some of that stuff. I mean, luckily, it's just me and Tom, and there's not much of that kind of stuff that we have a problem with. Right, personally, I can say but, whatever I want. <laughs> you guys. But I've also known you, and I know you very well. And I think that's a bigger deal, too. And I, I think that's great that you brought that up, because I agree. You know, in, a, in an online situation, it can be trickier, because not everybody knows Exactly what I was going to say. It might be a little bit more difficult for someone like Melissa to do it because she doesn't know some of the players as well as, you know, like the ones she knows personally. You know, she will, she'll know a couple of them. But again, you don't have that personal relationship that you've had with others you know, the same amount of time. Exactly. So when I was running for my friends, like my personal friends, you know, that would travel up from Toronto to come and see me, and I would run werewolf for them, I knew I could get away with pretty much anything because I knew where their comfort levels were. When you have new players that you don't know, even on a personal level, I usually stay stick to the safe course and just imply. Just because I know that some people just don't respond well even to the idea of some of these darker themes. And I get that you, I'm not clipped. My, my wings aren't clipped telling the story. It's just I need to pivot a little to make it fun for them. Because the last thing I want is for players to say, you know what, you, you as a storyteller have stepped over that line for me. I want them to have fun. I want them to come back. I want them to remember the game because that is the best experience for me is when people get up from the table it's like i can't wait until next session no we we you i mean we completely agree there it's it's just about and again with with i don't want to say strangers but with you know people you don't know that well you know it's about finding that space and i think trust has a lot to do with it too big time as much as we talk about this about they don't know you either and And, yeah they're and they're the ones supposed to putting be putting more trust in you than you are of them and that's a really good point and As the storyteller. No, no, I no, I hear what you're saying, Danny. You know, thank fuck for you on this one. Because here's the thing is you're sitting here around the table with two, two storytellers, two long-term storytellers. Uh-huh. So we've got your player's perspective here that's fucking invaluable for something like that. It should be. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But okay. no, I'm, yes. you know, th- thank you for it. It's, it's a big deal. Because I, I wouldn't have even thought of that. I didn't even consider that. 
Well, until you said it. And my my thought process there is because I'm not the one telling the story. Yes, the story is about me, and I'm the one that's you know guiding it in certain directions. But you have the story to tell. So if I'm saying I can't handle this, and I gotta say in the middle of your story, one it throws your flow off. Two. Where are you supposed to go from there? Because you already had your thought process of what you're doing in your head. I canceled all of that. Right. And now what? Now we're both screwed. Exactly. You know, and I, I think I want to stick with the spider. <laughs> the spider thing. Yes, I think it's a better idea. <laughs> it, like, it's, it's like the safest one we can do. It's And it can be applied for all of the others as well. Right. It, it so, absolutely can be. Yeah. It's just, it's a really easy one we can do without right. <laughs> getting into trouble. Right. We're not stepping over any lines here. Right. So, you know, but that's again, the thing we're is, implying and then that's all you need. Because, you know, I'm not going to throw a, uh, an Ananasi at you guys arbitrarily. No. You know, that's, that's not my, that's not how I do business. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to string that along. I'm going to hint at it. I'm going to allude to it. And that Anasi is going to be an important figure in the story. Sure. So, yeah, if you guys are walking through the cave, for example, mm-hmm. and come up to all these, like, aggressively large spider webs and have not put two and two together already because your character is wooden. Sure. Which is good plan on your part. But, <laughs> you know, in, in Melissa, if you, if you were to, to hear these spider webs and go, I can't, I, I can't do this. You've crossed the line but, or whatever. You know, you, you can't talk about this stuff. I told you it's on my, my dangerous don't list or whatever, right? Or if you didn't even, and you're just telling me about this now, mm-hmm. well, clearly my end game involves an Ananasi. Right. My right. chronicle's over. Yeah. I'm say, yeah the whole thing is done. Yeah, you're, you do a lot of foreshadowing. So if, you know, if it's, that's one of the foreshadows, I'm like, oh, I don't like this anymore. I can't handle it. Well, okay. Well, I guess. Uh, and you have a right to, you have a right to do that. To to say, I don't want to play anymore. You have a right to do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, no one's trying to take that away. But yeah, to to have an issue like that and you don't bring it up until point X. <laughs> when it's already way past the point of no return. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, this was an eight-part chronicle, so. Sorry for the last Game over, six. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. I'm a stubborn asshole. I wouldn't do it. I'd just kill the character. Oh, wow. Well. It's about what's best for the table. I was going to say, yeah. It's probably the worthier part. Because, again, and that's, you know, that's something I think that makes a good segue. Okay. Because, you know, you talk about Session Zero, you know, it's, it's those things. It's the, you know, it's, it's the dangerous don'ts lists. It's the what you can expect from the game. And maybe it's even, you know, scheduling, getting down, a meet and greet with players. It's a lot of things that I, I guess are important before you start actually playing. But look, we, we got a player, we got two storytellers here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's talk. I'm listening. Right? You know, you have situations like that. You, you have situations that will come up. There, there can be conflict. These things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've seen conflict in longstanding groups every now and then. A scene gets too tense, and someone got a little too into it, or you know, a little too in character, or something. <laughs> that happened. You know, yeah, it did. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but, it, but it wasn't just you. No, I've, I've had that happen in other places. I, mean, I know, I know, I've done it. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes things get heated. Sometimes shit happens. I mean, we're all human. We all fuck up. It's right, fine. but then you're like, all right, I just need thirty seconds. Let me cool off. I apologize for everyone. We'll, yep. <laughs> And, and that goes for the players, it goes for the storyteller. 
we, we talk about trust. We talk about respect. We should also mention compromise. Yeah. You know, we, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, good point. You know, it's, Where Where's the middle ground? Because, like, again, you still have a story to tell. Maybe I went a little too intense here. Let me let me uh, take a step back so I can still maybe paint a lighter picture, but you still get the idea of what I'm trying to say. Sure. We'll go even further back. You know, let's say we're it, it's time to make our character selections. Okay. All right. And I think a great example is, um, you know, we bring up our, our former producer, our old producer, Joey. She came into the game late. I mean, she was a new addition, came into the game late. Right. But <laughs> game was in progress a couple of chronicles in when she when she joined the group. Right. And, and she had moved here from another state, so we're, you know. Right. But it, it, it came time for that, and she asked me, what auspice are you lacking? Hmm. Now, she and I go way back. Yes. So that's a great... Just way to help out. <laughs> sure is. But if she had said, I have a great idea for a Ragabash or a Philodox. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, hey, we have a Philodox already. But, you know, the group could really use a Thurge. How do you feel about a Thurge or an Aron? Mm-hmm. That should be able to be a discussion. A discussion, yes. Not an argument. And, and also not a yes because you said so, storyteller, sir. It shouldn't be that either. True. <laughs> Just to be clear. I okay no I see what you're saying but at the same time but there are people who will take their ball and go home that's ridiculous that and that's where I'm getting at the people who go well I want to play if I can't play a philodox I'm not playing at all if that's, I can't play a red talent I'm not playing at all especially in like a smaller group like that hell any group like that like it's some I get it if there's like five or six and you have one of everything sure or maybe if there's four. Maybe discuss whether or not you should be that fifth one, rather than having a multiple or a, a, a multiple of one. And that's the thing is, and you know, and you're you've gotten quiet on us again, Melissa. And I'm I'm very scared. No, no, no. I, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, but uh, there there should be room for those conversations. Not not the arguments. Not the I'm taking my ball and going home. Mm-hmm. Not that you're going to do what I say because I said it. But there should be room to talk about that. Find the middle ground. That shouldn't be hard to do. This is a game based on, on communication. There needs to be communication. <laughs> right. You ever had something like that go on, Melissa? To be honest, I, I know this sounds crazy. I, I haven't, actually. What? Everyone has know. always <laughs> chosen the auspice that they wanted, and it. we never really had a whole. Uh, we always had everyone... Either wanted to play Ragabash and got the Ragabash. Everybody wanted to play the Theurge, got the Theurge. Like, it, there was no squabbling over who was going to play the Philodox or the, the you know, whatever. I, I've never actually been in a situation. Now, I think I, in Stride's game, I did want to play the Theurge because I have the most experience playing a Theurge. And I love Theurges. But Stride said to me, he goes, do you mind playing the Philodox? And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. I like Philodoxes too. He says, because the the girl who wants to play the Theurge has never played one before and really wants to give it a go. See, there's and the I middle went, ground. Yeah. Well, so I was like, there's the rationale. the rationale. Yeah, the rationale, the discussion between the, the storytelling player or the two players or whatever. But, like, there was a discussion you had and it wasn't an argument or it wasn't... Uh, if I don't get what I want, I'm leaving. Yeah, because I'm not so 
I, I just want to play the game. You know, I, I, I just wanted to play the game. And then that's, I think, something to underline. This, we're talking to someone, you're, you're right at home here, people who love the game. Uh-huh. You know, um, there, there are people who like the game. There are people who are trying the game. But it's something I, I've said to you guys. You know, you know, On several Danny, occasions. Several yeah. occasions. And in character, I say, you know, the game is about you, but the world doesn't revolve around uh-huh. you. But to take that attitude and out-of-character concept, it's about everybody. Nothing here is about you. No, it's about it's, the table. Yeah. It's about everyone around the table. It's, it's not the me, me, me show. It's about everybody. <laughs> and I think that's something that newer players need to keep in mind, even though it sounds like I'm... <laughs> like yeah, I'm not, you're I'm not, not hounding on them. Yeah, like I'm not taking shots at everybody, but it's something to keep in mind is that this is... It's a game for everybody. And sometimes... Sacrifices need to be made. Yeah, sometimes shit's going to happen you're not going to like, but we live in the real world and we're adults, and there's a way to deal with it and a way not to, and I think for some people that is just to walk away, but that seems particularly silly. To and me. selfish. Yeah, because it's like you're leaving yeah. the rest of the team now. Yeah. Now, because of you, that that game very easily didn't get off the ground. Yeah, it could fall apart because of something And it's like one that. last game going around, and... That's selfish. And I mean, this is personal opinion, right? You know, I think you you owe it to your group, even if you just met them, and your storyteller to to try to see it through. Yeah, yeah. At least that part, because if if it didn't work, at least you tried, right? You know, if I if I don't like where a story is going immediately, my solution is not to stop showing up. <laughs> my solution is to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe this is easier for me to say as a storyteller. Because I know this is how I want things done. Or I've had situations in the past uh, where, where, you know, I have a player go, I don't know if this game's for me. This is, this is one, of the, one of the online games I ran. It was someone who had never roleplayed before. Okay. And he's like, I don't know if I like this game. At least he says something. Yeah. And I go, well, give me another story. So you knew that way you can decide how you want to write the story to try and keep them in. Right. And in this way, I can go, you know, look... If, if, if you don't want to keep playing, give me another story. I will write your exit into the game. This way it's part of the story. But at the same time, I'll give you an out. So, you know, maybe, because, you know, you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what those, you know what those beginner stories are like. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> you know, we do. There's certain hoops you just got to jump through, you know. <laughs> you're going to have to eat your peas. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you know, so, you know, he wasn't, he didn't like peas. But, you know, he... He agreed. He's stuck. He says, okay, I'll give you the other game. Well, the other game, well, now we moved on to the entree. You know, now, now we're eating steak. And he's like, oh, well, this is better than the peas. Let's stick around. Okay. Yeah. You good, know? Good on you for being able to reel him back in. Well, you know, and I mean, I didn't do anything different, but I just, I knew the, the just, story's going to pick up. <laughs> he didn't He didn't hear everything yet. Right. You know, so it's like, let's just, just give me another one or two so you can see where this is going. Because you're not seeing enough yet. You you know, you're, you're at the open house, but you just walked in the front door. <laughs> you can't tell me you don't like the bathroom. You haven't been to the bathroom. <laughs> How do you know the kitchen's too small, asshole? You have yet to leave the front door. Yeah. You're staring at the closet. Yeah. Hopefully it's a nice closet if you haven't moved yet. Well. <laughs> hey, I say that and I know what's happened in my house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stealing your layout. <laughs> That's fair. I was exactly thinking of your house when uh, I was doing this. <laughs> Good. 
Uh, so if you're in a house of the closets immediately in front of you when you open a door, <laughs> you can call Daniel Tyson, who is selling his house, uh. at area code 810. <laughs> I hope that's not really someone's number, dude. <laughs> statistically, it's got to be. I know statistically it's somebody's number. <laughs> Oh my god. It's definitely not my number because there's no way in hell you'd ever remember it. I don't even have my phone in front of me. I know. <laughs> That's why I said it. Uh, I figure you're going to slur the last couple numbers of that just to save I'll, somebody some trouble. I'll try. I'll try. Oh boy. Or you're just going to cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I figure. I figure they'll, they'll beep. <laughs> I'm counting on that. So Otherwise, there was eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You know, I don't want to make another Jenny situation. <laughs> that really was someone's number at the time. Sure. Oh, it really was eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people's numbers when that song came out. Oh my god, that was a problem. <laughs> I know if you call it now, it's like a like a hotline kind of thing, which is funny. But back then. No, it wasn't, I'm sure. No, it was several people's numbers. In fact, um, it didn't... You know how they give fake numbers on TV movies now? Uh-huh. It's, that's There's now... There's a reason a... for that. Oh, <laughs> 555 help. Didn't didn't used to be that way. 555 help? Well, didn't... What are we doing here? <laughs> What's happening? You you reeled uh, someone who didn't want to play anymore, but you reeled them back in. Right, it, 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 but again, that was through discussion. It was through the, you know, hey, ins- instead of just getting up and walking away and never coming back, right? Because if he decided it wasn't for him, I had written How a vignette during instead? combat that he would have been killed in combat. Okay. To, to give closure to that particular section. You know, we can use his absence as part of the story now, instead of just mysteriously one person's gone and you've got to figure it out. And, you know, surely, I don't want to say surely a star, because, you know, who knows who's telling what. Mm-hmm. But certainly as a, as a player... As a storyteller, you you know you could discuss an issue and at least go that far to go give it one more shot. You know you're pissed off about something right now. Maybe you're maybe you're pissed off about something right now, but certainly you're probably not going to be next time. So at least give us give us the one next time to see if the issue can be fixed or to see if it's really what you think it is or whatever the issue may be. But at that point, you're not leaving your group in the lurch. You're not screwing over your storyteller. Yeah, they're not being disrespectful either. Right? And, and especially in a time like this, when we things are more and more taken online because of the beer bug, we, we have... <laughs> First time I've heard it called that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Thank you. And you're welcome. Yeah, because of, you know, because of that, you know, we, people have moved more and more online. And so you do get situations where you don't know each other as well, where people don't give it, give it the extra chance. You're, you know what, you're you're on your side of the computer. You can play WoW or Tetris or whatever while it's going through on Disc. They're not going to know. You shouldn't because that's just... No, you shouldn't because it's disrespectful. But if you're not into it like that, and surely you can give it that last story a try. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't advocate doing other stuff at all. You know no, that. No, not at all. I won't talk to people when they're in game and on the RA Discord. No, I know. It's like, oh man, hey, Cole, hit me up when you're done with game. No. I'm not going to DM you during. You need to be focused there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you and I were both listening on the game and we'll be messaging each other, but we won't bother, yeah, we're, we're dare to tell anybody else. No, yeah. absolutely not. 
I, I've yelled at people for doing that. You're in game. Quit talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It was hilarious. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> was your Dark Ages character sending a text to the, the fucking admin of his Discord server? It sure was. No, he wasn't, you jackass. Focus up. Let's slay the dragon or whatever. I don't play Dark Ages. I don't <laughs> <laughs> how about how about you, Melissa? You ever have a, a situation like that? And if not, show me your um, opinion. Where somebody was distracted? No. Uh, as far as yeah, this isn't for them, what what would you do? Or you know something like along the lines of I, I I don't want this. So you yeah, we we've talked about a lot of stuff here. Huh. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I was running a game, uh, and they were all players that I hadn't. I didn't know. I knew one of them. And he had reached out to me through, you know, I don't probably have it in the States, um, Meetup. And apparently a friend of his um, had never played Werewolf before, wanted to play Werewolf, but knew about World of Darkness. So she knew the rules, she just hadn't ever played Werewolf. Okay. And so I'm like, yeah, sure, I can, I can, I can run it. I mean, I was getting the, the vibe to run again. So I got together with him and her, and then she brought along a couple of new friends. And I could tell right away that the girl that one of the girls that she brought was clearly not coming back. Okay. Like, you, you know, the, that she was just looking at me like I had like six heads. Okay. So I was explaining what werewolf was, you know, her form, the different tribes, you know, the different abilities, the auspices. I was going through like step by step by beautiful step. And she was looking at me like I had lost my cotton pick in mind. Like, how could I possibly dreamed up this? And I'm like, okay, so what are you thinking? Because I, I honestly wanted to know what her thinking was. And she said to me, she goes, I don't know about this. And I said, look, I said, if you want, I can make up an NPC for you. You can try it out. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's okay. It's not for everyone, but at least you could say you've tried it. And I, I think I made her a child of Gaia and she, she just didn't seem to, she, she didn't engage. She, she clearly did not want to engage. And I'm like, okay, well, I've done my best as the storyteller, bring her in. But if I can't connect, then it's not doing any of us any good because I'm spending more time on her than I am on the rest of the other players who really want to be here. No, that's that's definitely it's, it's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to take away from everybody just because of one person. Exactly, and I mean, for good or ill, you know, you don't regard this sickness the... to. <laughs> <laughs> don't suffer thy people to tend thy sickness. Yeah, I was trying to say it fast before you said your thing, so I just <laughs> I, I fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you know, that, that goes, that goes both ways, definitely for, I mean, for good or for ill, you know, whether it's because of a disciplinary issue or to try to get somebody engaged, you, again, it's all about finding that balance. But, you know, we've been a little, I don't know if we've been a little hard on anybody, but we've talked, tried not to, we've talked a lot about players, Okay, you know, um, about you know, situations, the players have when, when there can be problems with players, but this also goes both ways. Because yeah, <laughs> the storyteller has a responsibility. Yes, yes, he does. He or, or she. 
You're, you're welcome, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, the Sortodas have to, but the responsibility, I think, I believe first should come to the story, to the game. You know, for me, integrity of the game is paramount, but that doesn't okay. mean... Agreed. That's number one. Number two should be your players, then. I agree to that, yeah. But at the same time, that doesn't mean... We say don't argue with your storyteller. We say you're wrong already if you're good with your storyteller. Right, but that doesn't always that doesn't story mean your storyteller is always right. Right, if, but your further storyteller don't abuse that. Right, you know, don't there, be an asshole. There, there are ways. You know, I think back to um, and this is with a group of friends, and I and I want to I want to preface this by saying I think we were like fourteen or fifteen. So you're already being stupid because that's what teenagers do. Dumb right? kids, yeah. yeah. I, I just I wanted to preface that that it was. That's dumb fair. kid shit. That's fair. But to where uh, a minor dust up between friends resulted in me killing a guy's character. Ooh. Oh, at you as the storyteller? Yeah. I was mad at him, so the NPC killed his character. Oh, that's rough, dude. That's that's an asshole move. Yeah, that's fucked up. You, that's I not okay. I've ever no. done that. Again, I'm prefacing uh, I was yeah, like he was, 14. He was 14, 15 minutes. <laughs> that's why I'm making sure to... But, you know, and here's the thing, though, is, is I obviously I realized that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that same day, you know, we, were, we had a game that went under a study hall, and that's when it happened. Oh, God. So, like, before the fucking school day was over, I had gone to that friend and said, look, I am sorry that was out of line and it didn't happen. Your character's not dead, and we'll never do that again, and I'm sorry. Good on you for... For realizing, yeah. but yeah, I shouldn't have done it to begin with. But people get heated and people make mistakes, is right. the point. Uh, I'm willing to bet a lot, a lot of people would have... Gone back and and done the apology though. I think a lot of people wouldn't have sat back down at the table either. Also, yeah, he came know, back. That's good. That from a really shitty story to a nice feel good story. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yay. laughs> um, you know, uh, I had witnessed one, and I think I've told you about this, Andy. Probably. I, I witnessed a, a storyteller do something that, that I felt was pretty well unconscionable, and I'm, I'm going to try to tell the story with as as few details. To bog us down as possible. Okay. <laughs> but Melissa, you're gonna, you're, I would love to hear your reaction to this one. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I was playing in this game, and the characters, you know, the players, it was an ambush scenario. Patrol coming, and they're in the woods, and, you know, the players have the high ground. No one knows they're there. They've got stealth. They've, they've got everything ready. They, they get first attack, you know, initiatives. <gasps> oh, okay. I know this one is. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know this story. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still excited. Yep. And so, my character. Mm-hmm. And I got, and I'm first. I got, I got first. I got Spirit of the Fray. Sure. I got camouflage kicking. Hmm. They don't know we're there. It's the dead of night. <laughs> so I go to make my move. I got a bow. I knock the thing back, and I, I take my shot. And we do the damage. It's rolled. The next person goes to take his turn, and the storyteller goes, "Wait, hold on a second, guys." Oh, God, I can see this coming. He goes over to the bookshelf, grabs one of my uh, source books. In fact, he grabs Get a Fenris Tribe Book, the uh, Tribe Book 1, the second edition book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pulls, pulls, flips it over to the, uh, was it the Loki Smile Gift? You know, the hidden, possibly fictional camp of Loki's Smile. Yep. To, oh. to the gift that they have that lets them, on a touch, send someone into a fit of laughter for the entire scene. And says, your turn didn't happen. My sentry over here, you had spirit of the fray, so he went before you because he outbid you. And he spent his turn and he ran up to you 
and he used this gift. So you're out for the rest of the scene. Hmm. Now, bullshit. <clears throat> right now, we're we're ignoring the fact that the the NPCs didn't know we were there. You're, you're ignoring a lot of things. Right, ignoring the camouflage gift so he could just see me without doing a perception roll. Yeah. Ignoring the role for the gift, ignoring the fact that combat had already started, there was already an outcome that he didn't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. He wanted us to run from the encounter. He thought we would run, and we didn't. So, now I was pissed. Uh, I'm sure, because I would have been too. I probably would have left. Because well, I'm kind of sitting here, shaking my head as if it was my character, and I'm pissed. Yeah, he was a new storyteller. And mm. so I'm pissed. It doesn't make it right. No, 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 no. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't excuse it. But I was willing to help him. This was a one-off story to begin with. Just to get him his feet wet as a storyteller? Yeah. It kind of like that. You know, it was a little... It was a, it was a tribal one-off. I think I've talked about that series before. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tribal one-off thing. So, okay. I'm, I'm willing because I know he he doesn't know... He doesn't realize what he just did. The magnitude of wrong. There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm like, I know there's no way he realizes that it wasn't just one, but you made like eight mistakes here. But the thing is, the next game, we were short a player. So somebody else. Somebody else didn't come back because of that. Not even the one who it happened to. Right. I kind of don't blame that person. Neither do I. And I mean, don't get me wrong, when everyone left, because the game was still at my place, mm-hmm. I read them the fucking riot act. Most assuredly so. <laughs> but I wasn't going to do it in front of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Respect. You know, I had been their storyteller for three years. I didn't even give my feedback in front of them. Because I knew if they would, hey, that was a pretty good story. Hey, I like that story a lot. And I go, well, this, 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 and this. Yeah. That's all they're going to hear. So I'd wait till they left before I even gave them my feedback. Nice of you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. You know, I want <laughs> want them to enjoy that game, and then I can tell him where he can be better. Mm-hmm. Here's what you got to work on. This, 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 and this. That's your third story. You're, you know, what do you want? You're not Hemingway. <laughs> it's fine. You'll improve. Mm-hmm. Now you know where to improve. Right. But you get to learn that in a way that doesn't undermine your efforts in front of the rest of your group. So yeah, I waited until he, until they left, and I just I fucking laid into him. <laughs> <laughs> but again, there's a prime example of a storyteller doing it wrong. Yeah, fucking up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so how do you yeah, how do you feel about that, Melissa? <laughs> I know you haven't heard that story. <laughs> I haven't heard that story, but I would have been rightly pissed. Now I know as a storyteller when I first started, I made those kind of blunders before, like I was like God damn it, how dare you kill my NPC that I worked so hard on? How, how dare you? So I made my NPCs a little harder to kill than I had on my page. And I admit, now, after years of being an ST, that that was the very wrong thing to do. And now it's just like, you want to kill my NPC? That's your job. As the player characters, that job is to kill the NPCs that I throw in front of But yeah, no, that is... Yeah, that's just stretching things out a little bit. Yeah, that's that's uh, my scenario. That that was like several. 
different. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with it. No, that's yeah. it. I, that's it. I, I will disagree with you about putting your thumb on the scales in terms of like an NPC or something. Situationally. Yes. You know, I think that's more important. And then it is. You know, if, if this is a reoccurring villain and it's not time yet. Then maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't see a problem at all with fudging that. So he soaked that extra damage and can get away. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I think as storytellers that that's our right and our prerogative. There is a way to abuse that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you like, have to know how not to do that. I, I, fine line you gotta walk. Yeah. You know, I looked at case in point as the end of our Chronicle Shadows and Tall Trees. That final encounter did not go the way I wanted it to. No. And I let that ride, of course. Yeah. I mean, it did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we weren't. I, I would have loved to have gone, no, fuck you, man. This This should be like an epic, satisfying thing. Not a god roll from one dude one time. <laughs> but. Right. Integrity of the game. Exactly. However, I wasn't going to let you kill Vermilion. No, I know. Ver- Vermilion, I have more to do with him. I figured as much. Before it's time for you to kill him. Or the, if The Joker needs time to become the Joker. So is that it's satisfying to beat the Joker. Are you kidding me? Like, it'd be satisfying, like, the first... Oh, he tortures you for two days and... Took my fucking arm! (laughs) (laughs) Cry about it. (laughs) Touché. What if it's satisfied then? (laughs) Touché. But I get it. You have a story to tell. Yeah, that's a character who also has an arc. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, I'll I'll fudge that because that arc involves you guys. (laughs) You son of a bitch. <laughs> but, but you know what? The fact that you're saying that through laughter and a smile oh, yeah, leads me to believe that you wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I know Vermilion has his own story, and it, it's fun, even though he's the bad guy, even though he's the one who did to me what he did, you know, took the arm and all that, but like... He's that. That's another story in this grand scheme. So absolutely, wouldn't I? Didn't think we were going to kill him that game. It good. The other one, sure. Yeah. Well, that was again. It was the appropriate time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're saving those for patrons. Yeah. We're. Yeah. That's the thing is because that's that will eventually be part of the postmortem series. So we're trying to. <laughs> but you know, I mean, sh- surely you you would go that far with me here, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I mean, there's there's a time and a place. And I think there it takes a while as a storyteller to, to learn that nuance. You know, I, I think it's easy to, especially with NPCs, to baby them. Yes, because they are babies. Absolutely. And it's like, hey, you can, you can run this setting again, change things. Sure. Work to improve and make it better. But you, that NPC can live again when everyone re-rolls new characters or with a different group. It's all going to be okay eventually. The, the, the idea is still alive. But, I, yeah, I think there's that, that tendency to, to overprotect them. Or, and sometimes to, I mean, there's the dreaded Mary Sue. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar at all. No, I don't know that. Neither one of you know that term. No. No. Uh, the, the Mary Sue is, a, well, it's a trope. It, it refers to a... Uh, fan fiction uh, Star Trek character. Okay. Who, who was um, a 14-year-old captain of a ship who was inherently amazing at everything. At 14. And had 
close, intimate relations. We're not intimate necessarily, but yeah, not like that. But, you know, very close friendships and, and partnerships with the various canonical members of the Enterprise. At 14. It's like it's somebody's fanfic thing. Okay. All right? But, you know, it's that character who can do no wrong. It's that level of, you know, the, you don't you, you don't want to write that. No. You know, your NPCs are not the center of the universe, and that's a danger that early storytellers can make, is to make it about those guys. You know, if if I have written a situation, for example, Danny, that you know that you're gonna that you guys are gonna go back to the submarine and Whiplash will be there, uh-huh. if you're sure of that, I'm doing something wrong. Like if you're not aware that there's an entire possibility that he could have died in action. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, he lives there. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, well, World of Darkness. But, yeah, he's out doing shit, too. Right. There's no guarantee he's there unless he was buried. And just because he's my NPC doesn't make him invincible. Right. It doesn't make him perfect. Not everybody's everybody's buddy. Not everybody knows everybody. That's No, I know exactly what you're saying. Sorry, it took me a second to realize what you were saying, but yeah. I'm glad once you did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But I, I think that that's, that's a he big thing. He lives there. Of course he is. Yeah, what are we talking about? Where else would he be? <laughs> well, like, shot in the face. <laughs> How about that? Possibility. Yeah. But I think that that's a danger people do, too, is they, is they get too attached to their NPCs. Storytellers get too attached to their NPCs. And even then, sometimes, you need to be concerned that you're not overshadowing. Anything else? Get, yeah. Your NPC, regardless of how much you love that character, is not more important... Than the grand scheme of the entire game. Right. Yeah. You know, that character might outrank your players, but the story, but it's your player's story, not the NPC's story. That's why I try not to use old characters of mine that I truly love that were at one time PCs as NPCs in my game. Because if something bad happens to them, I no, I just can't. Well, at the same time, what, you know, he just mentioned you can always bring them back in a different timeline. No, but see, I, I know. But at the same time, I I couldn't bear to see one of my former player characters die horribly. See, I get that. I mean, you know, Melissa, you and I, we, we disagree on this. I, I do the exact opposite. I, I love to use those characters again. And and for me, it's it's because I know them so well and they're so fleshed out that, you know, again, it's about ringing the bell. Is I can, I can present Segment Rainmaker, the person, the human being, the thir- three-dimensional real guy. Mm-hmm so to speak, you know, and, and bring that experience there where they can get to know this character. And I take him for a spin somewhat differently, you know, like for example, uh, your guy in, in uh, their games in, in Danny, with Danny and Tom, this version of Sekhmet is a total fucking prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has read his own press. Yep. He approves of it. And he may have commented on a few things after he put the thumbs up. <laughs> Which you should, too. (laughs) You should, yeah, you should, too. But I totally understand going the other way with it, too. The the worrying that you're too attached to them that, you know, so, you know, there's not not a wrong thing to do there. You know, you've done the right thing by knowing that and going that way. But it's it's viable both. Mm -hmm. I think you're always going to have good storytellers and you're always going to have bad storytellers and you're going to have good players and you're going to have bad players. And you're gonna ha- and you're gonna get frustrated, even uh, just sitting around the table you're with the people that you're playing with. And you're just like, are you are you kidding me? Like, stop it! <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, we're here to have fun. We're here to have a a good game, play a game that we love. Well said. 
No, I completely agree. I think that that's a thing. It's part of the worthier part. And to to add to that, you know, maybe it is really just as simple, or it can be. I'll say it can be just mm-hmm. as simple, because whether it is or not is whether or not you allow it to be. Fair point. But it can be just as simple as we are all here to celebrate something we love, or to get new people, or at the same time to get new people to fall in love with the thing that we love. We're, we're there to have a good time, to back each other up, to to experience a good story, to make some memories. I mean, it, it's all of that, to, all of that put together. And so maybe, maybe when problems arise, you know, when, when we have a stag, regardless of what side you're on, what side of the table you're on, what your, your thoughts, your opinion, whatever it may be. They're all in it together. We're, yeah, we're all in it together. Make it about the game. Let go a little bit. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Good Everybody point. let go a little bit. Trust in each other. Have some faith. Have some fun. And relax. And maybe that's the solution. I like it. Melissa? Absolutely. We've solved everything. Look at that. Go team. That's right. RAI. <laughs> Superpowers. That's su- super RAI team. Forever. 100 years. <laughs> Buy our merch. <laughs> you get superpowers too. Coffee tastes better. Yeah. Superpowers. Hooded blanket. Makes you invisible. Hooded blanket's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hooded Blanket is amazing. It's so cool looking. Um, like, I, I'm just waiting to the... I haven't ordered it yet, but it's it's on my list. Right. But that's... That's, that's pretty close that's, to that is our I think that is our show. So, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us again. Absolutely. Thank you so much again, Melissa. It's such a big deal for you to be here again. I just said for that. The, I know. And I'm <laughs> thanking her, too. Okay. You know, Jeez. For the first one to be here for three times. That's right. Thank you so much. You you are the you are the captain, the the, the chairman of the uh, the the hat trick club. <laughs> hat trick club. We can do better. Yeah, than that. that's what we like here. Well, we'll ring the bell. We'll get a better name than that. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hat trick and can Canada. Yeah, hockey, and yeah, obviously hockey. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> sports and sports, sports, sports. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's a sports podcast. <laughs> sports, 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 sports. Yep. These, you want to you want to be better at sports? You gotta you gotta do better sports stuff than the other sports stuff. <laughs> I stopped caring about sports in general for like the last five years, man. We keep talking about it. Sports. <laughs> Welcome to RAI, the sports non sports sports cast. <laughs> All right, Porter, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> So, on behalf of, uh, you know, of our, of our dear friend Melissa, of uh, Daniel, I don't know what the hell, Tyson, the, the Still Missing in Action, Tommy Dixon, and of course myself, we want to thank you so much for listening, for, for hanging out with us on this time. You know where to find us, uh, if you've got something to say, but hey, in the meantime, take care of yourself, take care of each other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Keep howling, take it easy, and we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.